How many people believe that God is still the same? Yesterday, today, and forever. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I want to walk in miracles. Amen. Uh, I want to walk in the, the miracles of God. And, uh, and so, you know, we're talking about miracles and we're taking some of the, the people that are in the Christmas story and, um, and expounding on some of the lives of the people that's been affected by Jesus. And I'm going to say this, that when you encounter Jesus, you will never go away the same. Amen. You will always be changed. Amen. And Jesus will change us. Glory to God. And so last week we talked about the three wise men. And uh, we talked about that uh, the key was that, that wise men still seek Jesus. And so, if, you, know, it, it, you know, the Bible says it's the foolish man that doesn't seek God. It's the foolish man that doesn't even believe in God. It's the foolish man that doesn't uh, consider God. But I don't think we have any foolish people in here today, do we? Amen. You are here this morning because you are considering the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we know that wise men still seek him. And, you know, as I'm meditating on this, I, I don't know about you, but I want to live. I, don't, I just don't want to live an ordinary life. I, I, I don't want ordinary. How many people want ordinary in here? I want extraordinary. Amen. I want to see what, you know, Jesus really never, he never died. He didn't die to give us a boring humdrum life. Oh, you hear what I'm saying, Jay? But unfortunately, when you think about Christianity, a lot of times you think of Christianity boring. These people don't have any fun there. It's boring. You, got, you go to a boring church service and you hear boring message. Hopefully not here. Amen. Amen. Hopefully you're not going to be bored here. Amen. But if you do fall asleep, we do have ushers that will be slapping you upside the head. Keeping you awake, amen? So don't fall asleep on me, amen? No, I'm kidding, but, uh, but I might do that. But anyway, uh, but anyway, we, 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 I don't want a boring life. I want an extraordinary life. And I love this scripture in John. And Jesus, you know, he said that it's the dividing line of the Bible in John 10. He said it's the thief, uh, which the thief is the devil. Yes, there's a devil out here. And he's here to steal, kill, and to destroy but Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You know, when I think about Christmas time, it can be the, the best time of a lot of people's lives. Christmas time can be very exciting. And a lot of people are excited around Christmas. How many people are excited about Christmas and all that? But also it can be the worst time for a lot of people. Have you ever noticed that? They did studies and they found that there's more people that commit suicide during the, the season of Christmas than any other season. And so it can be the worst time. Why? Why, why is that? Because I think what, what the enemy wants to do is because Christmas is at the end of the year, you start evaluating your year. And have you ever do that? You, you, you start evaluating because we're coming to the end of the year. We're coming to New Year's pretty soon. And I think we evaluate. And for us Christians, um, we may be evaluating the prayers that we prayed and the promises we have not seen. Has anybody prayed any prayers out here and haven't seen the fullness of the promises yet? Amen. And so I think what happens is, is that we allow um, disappointment. We allow these things to crowd in into our life. And uh, we have to uh, 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 not focus on those things. I think a lot of times, 
like I said last week, I, th I think that we get more focused on ourselves a lot of times. We're more focused on ourselves than focusing on the mission that God's calling us to do. And that's to reach out to others. So a lot of times we get inward focused, but we need to be outward focused. Somebody say outward focused. And so we need to get in. Uh, we, we need to get out of that inward focus. And I think people that are sad, they're more focused on, you know, what has not happened. And what I'm going to say this to you, if you're going to walk in the joy of the Lord, you need to start focusing on what God has done for you and not for what God has not done Amen. in your life. Amen. Thank you for some amens out there. So so I don't know about you, but I want to I want the the blessings of God in my life. And so we're going to look at a, a story uh, of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And let's look at this. This is in the book of Luke. And we're going to be reading from Luke 1, 5 through 25. You're going to get all your reading for the weekend this morning. Amen. Now, I'm going to read it, but let's go to Luke 1, 5. Thank you for that silence. It really makes me feel good. But anyway, I know you guys study the Bible every day, don't you? You know, we're getting an app on our... On our um, church website and it's going to be a one-year app on, on reading the Bible through the entire year and it's going to have a commentary on it and it's going to bless you your socks off amen we'll be launching that at the first of the year and we I want every member of this church reading their Bible every day amen, amen. 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 thank you pastor I you know Amen. So we're going to get that to you. And to tell you the truth, I've been, uh, it's a commentary that Highlands Church uses. Um, and um, there's a pastor that writes a commentary, uh, and uh, Larry Stockstill, and he's a pastor of a mega church um, somewhere in the U.S. And, and, he, uh, and he writes, ex he's, he's an excellent writer, and he does like a little, um, you know, a little synopsis on, on what you're reading. He does like a little overview on some of the things you're going to read through the year, and it kind of helps you crystallize um, what you're studying in the Bible. It's good to have help, amen? That's why I'm here helping you this morning, praise God. Now, let's look at this. Uh, let's look at Luke 1. It says here, uh, Luke 1, verse 5 through 25, it says, um, There was in the day of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of uh, Abijah, and his wife was the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walked in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were advanced in years. Now this is interesting. Um, when, when you're seeing this account of their lives... You see that they were righteous before God. You see they were walking in God's commandments and ordinances. And they were walking before the Lord blameless. But they were barren. Uh, Elizabeth was barren. They didn't have the blessing of children. In other words, uh, they weren't seeing the fruit of their faithfulness. And I'm going to say this to you today that there, there's always a process of time before you really see the blessings of God in your life. I'm, you know, the Bible says it this way, that there's seed, time, and harvest. And I like to say it this way, uh, seed time means you're planting. But I like to spread it out. Seed, time, everybody hates the time part, don't they? <laughs> Who wants to wait in here, amen? Seed, time, and then harvest. 
So we have to understand that there's a process in receiving the answered prayer from God. Amen. And so, but nobody likes that. And I want to say this to you this morning. You may be believing God for some things and you may be standing and doing the right things. Um, and you may not have seen the blessing yet in its fullness or its entirety, but keep standing. Amen. The Bible says, once you've done all, stand Amen. and keep standing. Yes, Amen. It doesn't, the, the Bible doesn't say drop on your knees and start begging God. Amen. <laughs> God, it hasn't happened yet. You know, uh, but no, no, it says stand and keep standing. I like what the Bible says. It says enter uh, uh, you know, go into his presence with thanksgiving, his courts with praises, enter in with boldness because of the blood of Jesus. You know, you can enter into the throne room of God with boldness because of the blood. The blood of Jesus puts us in right standing with God. Can I get an amen? amen. And so here we see that these people were, were doing the right things, but they were still barren. You know, uh, this is a key here. There's two, two keys I want to say that, that even though that they were barren, they were still doing the right things. Doesn't mean that God was trying to hold back their blessing to teach them something. Uh, you know, sometimes we think we're not seeing the promise manifested in our life. Sometimes we think either God is holding it back or we're doing something wrong Amen. or the devil's hindering it. it it's, it's one of those three. Isn't it one of those three? Unless if the devil's not in your theology, you don't believe he's around, then, you're, you're, then you need to wake up because he is. And he will hinder some of the, the blessings of God in our lives. Amen? Amen? And so we have to understand that. We, we can see that the, the devil tried to hinder Daniel back in the Old Testament when he received a vision from God. And so he received a vision from God, but, and he prayed. And uh, this kind of works in with our 21 days of fasting and the Bible says he prayed 21 days and, and he abstained from eating donuts and, um, hello, he abstained from eating all the junk food and he just ate like vegetables, amen? You know, like salad, you know, like rabbit food. Oh, how many people love salad out? How many people love broccoli out here? You guys are strange. But anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I like... Donuts, duck donuts for me personally. But anyway, um, you can bring them in to church if you want. But, but anyway, um, uh, so anyway, Daniel started abstaining from what I like to say the natural things. Uh, to He wanted to a spiritual result. He wanted some answers. And I'm going to say this to you today. You might be believing God for some things. You, you may not have seen it yet, okay? But uh, I'm going to say this. Maybe you need to disconnect from the world. Maybe you might need to what Yin said might fast Facebook. Oh, pastor, are you serious? If I don't get a, at least one or two likes a day, I don't know what I would do with myself. Amen. But maybe you might need to disconnect from the world. And because that's what fasting does. It disconnects you from the world. And then you need to get into the word and get connected to God. And in the process of that, God can reveal truth to you and set you free. Amen. And so, and so we're going to be starting that. And I want to encourage you to start getting ready for that because I believe that God has more for you. Look at your neighbor and say, God has more for you. 
Look at your other neighbor and go, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. Ah. No, God has more for your other neighbor as well. Amen? And so God has more for you. And I think this is the key is that, that I think we get complacent and we, and we get sort of, we allow the disappointments and, and because we sometimes, some of us have been doing serving God so faithfully, we haven't seen the fullness of the blessings. And some of us are in here are probably about ready to quit. And I'm going to say this to you today, you're closer than you think. And I'm going to say this today, don't give up. Amen. Keep pressing in into the, uh, into the things of God. I, I, I have a couple of scriptures for, for those that might be thinking about throwing in the towel. Can I say this? Uh, quitters or winners never quit and quitters never win. Amen. I made that up. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, quitters. <laughs> what did I say? Winners never quit and quitters never win. And I'm not looking at quitters out here. I'm not looking at e-losers out here. I'm looking at conquerors. I had to think about that for a second. I'm looking at conquerors. Amen. I know some of you are saying, he's just trying to pump us up. Amen. Yes, I am. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some hope in you. See, see, now, see, see, some people that are in the struggle, I like to say the valleys of life, you know, it's, you know the enemy's trying to steal hope from them. Hope is an earnest expectation of good things to come. And so, so the enemy's trying to steal your hope. Your hope is your anchor that keeps you when the winds and the storms and the waves of life try to get you off course. You've got to have your hope to stay in place. And I'm saying hope this morning. I'm not saying dope. Don't be moving towards the dope. You need hope. Dope is a short-term fix with a long-term misery. Hope will take you to the other side. Amen. Do you believe that today? So Hebrews 10.35, the Amplified. Let's look at that. It says here, Do not therefore fling away fearless confidence, for it has glorious and great reward. For you have need of patient endurance to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising so that when you have carried out the will of God you may receive and enjoy to the full what is promised that's powerful you know in other words he's saying here that we don't want it says here do not fling away your confidence do not cast away your confidence amen see the apostle Paul was writing to some of the Hebrew uh, Christians and some of them were having so much pressure about living this Christian life, they were thinking about going back into Judaism. And they were thinking about going back into that. And, and just before that, he says, if you go back to Judaism, then there's no more sacrifice for you any longer. Amen. In other words, as Christians, if we go back into the world and start serving the devil, then, then the blood of Jesus is not effectively working for us any longer. It's only when we're serving God with a pure heart and walking in the light, that's when the blood of Jesus is working effectively in each one of our lives. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Pastor, you're one of these fire and brimstone pastors, aren't you? Yes, I am. Amen. Because sometimes I think we need to get a little reverent in the things of God. Amen. Sometimes we need a little hell preaching every once in a while. Because I think sometimes we get too lackadaisy with God. We get too familiar with God. 
Yes, God, but God is, yes, your heavenly father, but you got to have a, a, a respect and an honor towards God. And that's a key to seeing some good things in God. Amen. Amen. In Galatians 6, 9, I like this one. It says, let us not lose heart or grow weary. This is the Amplified Classic. Let us not lose heart or grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time at the appointed season, we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. So he says, at the due time, point season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax courage and faint. Amen. So, so, so this is the key here. The, the struggle is really the process of the time and the pain is the sowing that we don't see immediate results in. So, so the struggle really is the, is, the, is the time that we're waiting before you, we pray the prayer and then there it is. Well, Daniel, when he prayed, and he prayed for 21 days and he fasted and prayed and sought the Lord. He abstained from some things It kept him focused on God. And I'm going to say this. When you're in your valley, you got to stay focused on God and not the circumstances and not the problems of this life. Amen. And when you stay focused on God in the valley, you'll, you'll end up on top of the mountain. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? And so, so Daniel, he focused himself in the book of Daniel. He focused himself. He abstained from foods. He fasted. And the angel came and gave him a word. And the angel said to Daniel, we all know the story, that God heard you the first day you prayed. Why did it take 21 days for him to get the answer? Well, the angel said that there was a, a demonic presence. There was the prince of Persia, a demonic uh, uh, angel, uh, one, one of the devil's uh, Satan's uh, archangels, you know, one of them that fell. Well, they still have power. You know, demons still have power in this earth realm. They may be falling, but they are still opposing God and they're opposing mankind. And so they're here. That's why we have to pray. That's why we got to believe. See, the more you pray and believe, the more angels are dispatched on your behalf. That's why a prayerless person is a powerless person. Can I get an amen or oh me? So anyway, you be powerful if you're standing and praying the word of God. Let's look at uh, Luke 8 here. And let's continue on this, on this account of Zacharias. It says here, just going down a little further. It says, so it was that why uh, Zacharias, while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside of the hour of incense. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, this is Zacharias, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. I'm going to say this. When you see an angel, you might get a little freaked out. Because I, I hear that angels are big. Tall, huge, and they can freak you out. And uh, some of you are praying, God, I want to see an angel. You may be careful about that prayer. Amen. It may freak you out for a little bit because it seems like every time an angel would appear, they would always say, fear not. Amen. Why? Because, whoo, man, you get freaked out. So it's here, even though Zacharias was a was an honorable man and he was walking with the Lord, he still had a, uh, a fear that fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard 
and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. Somebody say joy and gladness. See, listen, when you get answered prayer, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. What does that mean, Pastor? Well, that means when you don't see your prayers being answered, you, you can almost get sick in your stomach. Amen. Or you're right, hope for, but, 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 but when you see your prayers gets answers and, you, and, and God's answering your prayers, there's joy that's connected with that. There, there's, there's the joy that's connected to answered prayer. And this is really interesting because you can find keys when you read the Bible. Some people, and I say traditional Christians and traditional preachers, will read a commentary that somebody wrote on prayer. And they will say, well, and, and the Bible says, when you pray, believe that you receive it, you should have it. But there's another place that it says, when you pray, some commentators say you got to keep praying over and over and over again. Say if you're, if you're asking for a specific thing. Um, but, um, here it said your prayer, not prayers. Just, just want you to think about that, that God has heard your prayer about having a baby, not your prayers. So what am I saying here this morning? I'm saying sometimes what we need to do is we need to pray in faith and start believing that God's working on the situation. But if we pray and keep asking God the same thing over and over again, we didn't pray in faith the first time. And we start building up unbelief in our system. But when you pray, you believe, you pray and believe and thank God it's happening. And you keep praising and giving thanks to God until it manifests. Can I get an amen in the audience today? Amen. Praise God. So it says, so, so we see here that um, I said that God heard his prayer. And God, listen, God is listening to your prayers, folks. Listen, if you're sincere, see, one of the biggest lies that the devil will try to play on you is that God doesn't listen to you. God cares about you. He cares about your life. He cares about, about even the smallest things in your life. And you can pray about the smallest things, even a parking spot at the mall. We've got some amen people here. Now, now you, now, now you can be one of those, you know, activist enthusiasts that likes to park their car a thousand miles away from the mall so you can speed walk to the mall. And that's okay too. Amen? But you don't have to believe God for those parking spots. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says here, and Zacharias said to the angel, now this is important, how we respond to the word of God and how we respond to the uh, let me say again, how we respond to the word of God will affect how we receive from the uh, word of God. Can I say that again? How we respond to what the word is being preached to us, like today, you're sitting here in the audience. How you respond to what I'm saying, if you have good ground and you have a humble heart and you have a heart for truth, God's going to reveal truth to you and, and will help you get out of your issue and bring that promise into your life. But if, you, if you're not responding with a, with a, a heart of, of humility and we, you have a little pride there, then as they say in New York, forget about it. Forget about it. Amen? For all the New Yorkers out there. Some of you will catch my humor. Amen. And so Zachariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man. 
And my wife is well advanced in years. In other words, God, you're just way too late. Have you ever felt like God was way too late? Have you ever felt like that God is always too late? That he's, you know, they say, you know, listen, listen, God's never too late. He's always on time. Because God knows everything. We see from one perspective, God sees from 360. And we don't know everything that's going on. Just like Daniel. He, he didn't understand why it took 21 days. And you know what? I believe 21 days was just a, was a time that, that the angel of God was able to break through the defenses of the enemy and get that answer to Daniel. But you know what? It could have went on for 50 days. It, but I believe that Daniel set his heart to know. And so really, it's not about the time. It's not about the 21 days. It's about, are you setting your heart to know? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Sometimes we get hung up on the 21 days. And I know we do that in the first year. We do 21 days. But are you setting your heart to know? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So you need to set your heart to know. And, and when he set his heart to know, no matter what the obstacles are, you're going to get your answer. See, I don't like this type of preaching well, that, that, where the preacher says, well, God sometimes says yes, and God sometimes says no, and God sometimes says maybe. Well, that's not what my Bible says. Amen. My Bible says God always says yes. Now, it may not be in the way you want him to say yes. It may not be in the way you want him to say yes. It may not be the way you think he should say yes. Are you here? When, like I prayed for a building, a multi-million dollar building. And, I, and, you know, I was praying for my own building, and I got it right here. Multi-million dollar building. I didn't have to deal with construction. I didn't have to deal with any kind of stress. I don't even have to clean the place. I don't even pay for electricity. Hallelujah! But I do want my own building. <laughs> And I'm waiting faithfully for the day that we have our own building. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting a building in 2018. Thank I'm prophesying Lord. it now. Thank you, Lord. You got to get sick and tired. I'm in sick and tired. And I'm done renting. See, so you got to get passionate. That's one of my keys. If you're going to see a miracle... See, the, the, the wise men were passionate. They, they you know, the key to their miracle was seeking Jesus out. See, can I get out of my chair? Yes. <laughs> you see, man, now I'm going to go, man. <laughs> I thought the pastor was an old man sitting in that chair. I'm not an old man. My youth is renewed like the eagles. You see, these, these wise men, they sought out Jesus. They were willing to do whatever it took to get to Jesus. They pressed through months and months of travel to get to Jesus. They pressed through every obstacle to get to Jesus, but they got to Jesus. Amen. And sometimes you're going to have to get, you're going to have to seek the miracle to get the miracle. Amen. In other words, sometimes we got to get so passionate of what we don't have that we go after with, we go after that thing that we want to have. And if you lack passion, in your walk with God, then forget about seeing the greatness of God in your lives. And we got to get passionate like the wise men. They got passionate about what they wanted from God. And they wanted to see Jesus. And God revealed truth through the scriptures. And these wise men sought Jesus out. 
to, to worship Him. And you know what? They realized, and you got to realize this, that you can't out-bless God. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Regal Stadium 12 Movie Theater located at 104 Constitution Drive, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10 o'clock a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.